1: No. This is The Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ben Lyons. Damn.
2: I'm sorry. It was I'm a not, thought and I blurted it out. I'm I didn't mean it that way. I'm, I'm fine.
3: Clinton Yates joins us from the undefeated. How great is this? You get to cover the Field of Dreams game? It's very cool. Earlier on
1: the show, actor and comedian James Davis. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Alan Fanica. WNBA champion Renee Montgomery. Host of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast, Andy Holloway. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ben Lyons. Welcome back to the show. Ben
3: Lyons in for rich. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Ben Lyons. One of my favorite follows, Vasil Eftimov. 18 years, professional Bulgarian player. Played at University of North Carolina. Big fisherman. Great follow on Instagram. We got some... uh, we got some football news going on today? Yeah, well, I,
4: b- well before we get to this, uh, why are you, I am Ben Lyons? Le- Did someone have at Ben Lyons when you signed up for Twitter? Well, what was the scoop there?
3: Um, if uh, if you're familiar with my work, you know I was misquoted once as saying that I Am Legend is one of the great
4: movies of all time. Great movie. <laughs> Were you misquoted or did you, at the time did you think that? Here's what happened. And then is new true information came to light. True story. true story. This is what happened.
3: This is what happened. So is I Am Legend your Mac Jones? <laughs> yeah, right. I Am Legend is my Mac Jones. I, uh, I walked out of the screening, emailed the publicist at Warner Brothers. I was so hyped. I loved the movie. Oh my gosh, I am legend, one of the greatest movies ever made, I loved it, here are my quotes to use. She took that, which then became the quote. Oh gosh. So, a little misquoted. A little bit, a little bit. When I saw it made fun of on Community years later, I realized it had taken on a life of its own. They're debating something and one of the characters says, well, Ben Lyons says I am legend is one of the great movies of all time. So, (laughs) he goes, oh, good point. (laughs) <laughs> so, kind of taken on a life of its own. I see.
4: That's very funny. Um, so, I am Ben Lyons. I am mean, I like that. There you go. I am Chris Brockman. And, Mike, we have two phone calls. Let's get phone calls before we go to NFL. Oh, 844 rich Ask for Adam. Who do we have on? Oh, no, Kathy. Let's go line one. Kathy. Kathy. What's happening, Kathy? Hey, Kathy.
1: Hey, fellas. How's it going? What's up, Kathy? What's up? Kathy. What's up? Um, well, I want to call about the, uh, the Field of Dreams game. I did watch it yesterday uh, with my dad, separate but together, you know. Um, He was in Florida, so we couldn't watch it together. But even though uh, I enjoyed it, it was a gimmick. I don't think they went far enough with the gimmick, because after the pregame show, it was just a regular baseball game, and the only thing that really made it different is that Joe Buck mentioned Iowa every other sentence. (laughs) Um, So I I was thinking about ways that other sports can improve upon that kind of idea and, and like, have the NBA have an actual game at – the 4th Street Courts in, in Greenwich Village. You know, let's let's celebrate, you know, um, settle the um, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, who throws farther debate. Like you guys said, Grand Canyon. Who can throw it farther <laughs> into the canyon? You know, really That'll embrace the surroundings um, and, and things like that. So, there you go.
3: Kathy, we appreciate the call. We appreciate you watching, listening, and I hope there is a future for Kathy in the world of sports, because those are some great ideas. Kathy I would always pay drops big money. He doesn't take
1: the position first.
3: I would, I would, uh, I would pay big money to, to see those guys throw footballs over the grand Canyon. We appreciate the call, Kathy. Kathy that sounds like better than a Jake Paul fight on Twitter, or right? YouTube, Or thriller or whatever.
4: I think we should just go one step further. We should just have, um, uh, an actress get pretend to choke on a hot dog and let's have a guy like change an old guy, change uniform. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Let's just go all the way if we're going to reenact If marriage. we just had, You wanted to see Field of Dreams, like a play in the outfield. what well, well, During the game. Acted
3: out yeah. in between innings. In between innings. When yeah, they're changing sides, you have people come on to the – in the stadium. You want to see Kevin Costner yeah, do the scene. Gabby Hoffman, I,
4: she's probably not busy. Like, uh, you know, Amy Magadan, let's bring her back to, like, berate someone at a PTA meeting. Like, let's go all the way. Frank Whaley can hit a triple – Come on. We got another call, 844 rich <laughs> Yeah, Jeff's back. Jeff, what up, my
2: man? What's going on, guys? Listen, let me make two points, and I've got an uh, answer for you on the poll question. First of all, Ben Lyon spits hot fire. I tell you that <laughs> I've really enjoyed you filling in over the last couple of days. The camaraderie with you guys is excellent. I wouldn't have never known that you didn't know these cats – before this whole thing, man. Unbelievable.
1: No. And, Thank and, and you, man.
5: Jeff,
3: yeah, I'm you going think to do everything like in my power uh, to forget them as soon as the show's over. Thank <laughs>
2: <you>. <laughs> Second of all, my dog Brockman. Oh, my God, you should have been a lawyer. Your conviction, dude, whenever you believe something, you believe it. I might not I might not agree with you, but damn it, I respect you. You gonna let me know exactly how you feel about something. Dude, you said 30 seconds in space. And you just out. Where's the exit at? I mean, think about it. Space is so expansive. You'll be amongst a limited number of people that's out there. And could you imagine, dude, just doing something stupid like pooping in space and just being like, you know, I put it in space. When you look up at the stars, it's like, You're a part of that. You know what I mean? It's just something that's out there, dude, that you'll never get again. And you're never going back. So, I mean, it'll be something to tell your kids. So, give me 20 minutes. Hold
4: on, Jeff. I totally feel you. And I'm going to walk up into space. Cool. I've been to space, so I'm on the list. So, after one second in space, I'm on the list (laughs) of spacewalkers, right? And I don't know how long it takes you to get one out, but I can get one out pretty quick. And then boom, I'm done. And then when I come back down after 30 seconds, like, yo, I was up there and I did that. Let's go. I love
2: Chris Brockman.
4: <laughs> Jeff, you know how we keep Brockman
3: entertained in space? We just bring a deck of cards, and he'll be playing heads up blackjack, looking at the looking at the Earth, and for eternity. I got a quick question for Mike too. I got a quick
2: question. Go ahead, for Jeff. Mike. Do your shoes do your shoes have straps on them? Oh, yeah, he bought the Kauai's, Listen, back in the 80s, they had gym shoes that you used to just hit them with the Velcro straps. They were super awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. Super awesome. I'm going to have to dig those because they look comfortable.
6: No, but, no, Jeff. These are
4: amazing. I said, Jeff, they also ran Mike 200. Yeah, two bills. Yeah,
6: $200 and some <laughs> Tiva sandals there. So. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on a second. Uh, Jeff, TJ can... and Brockman were laughing that I paid two bills, and they're like, both wearing Jordans, that they probably have spent way more than two bills on the cl- I, no. mean, I mean, well, come I mean, man, yeah, hey, but, come come on. On. but there's lie. taxes and shipping
3: yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they and get to you wear sneakers good. and
6: not sandals with straps. So <laughs> they win. Yeah, no, these are more comfortable.
2: <laughs>
7: Thanks, Jeff. You, Jeff,
8: for the call. Thanks, we
2: appreciate right, Jeff. it. I love you guys. Have a good weekend. We love you too, brother. Bye,
3: Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Be good, brother. Del Tufo. Sneaker influencer. You think Jock Slade?
6: Think, you uh, have no Nick idea where I'm going with this. New Balance is going to put me on TV. I'm working it. It's going to be me and Kawhi. Me TV? and Kawhi in an ad. We're going to do an ad together. That would,
4: Mike, that would be just amazing. If you the got the normal, a bigger, commercial fat, kind of overweight Kawhi. guy,
6: and then the athlete. Look at what it could do for you. Wear these. Look at that. Come on.
3: We'll do it. I'm ready to roll. You're like those people who are like, I'm censored while they're in front of an open
6: microphone. You're like, they're going to put me on TV while you're on TV. TV. I know. Yeah. I do that all the time. You know that. <laughs> They'll use this. That'll come back to haunt me like 5,000 times. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: appreciate Kathy's suggestions on how to beef up some of these event games. Appreciate Jeff's support. The listeners have been so kind this week.
4: Yeah, Jeff's one of and our, our
3: original. really fans. amazing. It's you guys amazing you have built such weekend. a loyal listenership. It's really special. It's not, it's not easy
4: to do in this business. You have a lot of... A lot of P1s here. It's amazing. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, A little football news, guys. Yesterday this came out. uh, Rams-Chargers Saturday night at SoFi. Mike, you going to be there?
6: I am working the
4: MLS game. All right. Well, even if you were going, not going to see Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, or Derwin James. Brandon Staley said those four guys, cornerstones of that team right now, not going to play at all this preseason. No Justin Herbert for the entire preseason, guys.
3: That's going to be a vibe Saturday night over at SoFi. That's going to be a really interesting scene there. For the first game out there with fans, two L.A. teams, none of the stars playing. That's a fun Saturday night in Los Angeles. (laughs) I wish
6: I could go to that. You're not going?
4: You're okay?
3: No,
6: I can't. I have to do it. I have to actually do the Galaxy game down the road. But, I mean, I may go after.
3: I'm okay with it because, as I said earlier in the week, these guys are, are, you know, fully dialed in and, and committed to what it is they do. And if Herbert feels like he doesn't need that series or
4: two to get right for the season... Then I think you gotta roll with that. But there's a big difference, as we mentioned before, Aaron Rodgers not gonna play this preseason. There's a big difference between Aaron Rodgers in year seventeen not playing in the preseason and yeah. Justin Herbert, year two, not playing in the preseason, yeah, but despite Sean how was, well. Sean he McVay played.
3: started that trend of just not playing stars in the preseason under any circumstance. Yeah. We're gonna see Tom Brady though tomorrow.
4: Forty four year old, year twenty one yeah, seven times on champ. the show yesterday. He's a psychopath. Yeah. Guy loves football Wait, Shane or Tom? both Brady. of them. Yeah. I mean, there's
3: something <laughs> in Tom Brady that clearly has him wired differently yeah. where he wants to play football in August when he has the opportunity to not play football in August. Maybe he just is saying, I don't know when I'm ever going to play a preseason game again. I don't think that's the motivation.
4: Yeah, it's kind of a weird dynamic. And, uh, you know, I think you mentioned Sean McVay was kind of the forefront of this. If you're a coach, and you want
3: your quarterback to play in the preseason, but your quarterback maybe has some reservations. Don't you have the ultimate card in your back pocket now because of TB12? Can't you just go to Justin Herbert and be like, well, Tom Brady's doing it. Oh, you don't want to be like Tom Brady? Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, you don't want to be like Tom Brady?
4: Okay. Ex- exactly. Oh, and I'm kind of shocked. Tom Brady's that, not your thing? You're not like a Tom Brady guy? Okay. Yeah, and I'm kind of shocked that maybe more coaches aren't pulling this card. I mean, you met McVay we talked about. These guys aren't playing either for the Rams. Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. We're not going to see them in August. Uh, I'm curious. The Cincinnati Bengals are playing the Bucks on Saturday. I'm curious if Joe Burrows out there. I don't think that's really been said yet. Without the guys playing in preseason, is there any part of you that's sitting here on a Friday in
3: August that thinks, boy, you know, Aaron Donald, he might not be ready for week one. If he could only get a couple series in some preseason games, then the Rams might have a chance.
4: No, but if you're a quarterback, I want to see how's the timing look. Let's see him get hit. Let's see him pop back up. Let's
3: see him get hit. I mean, you want to see? I don't him... want to sign up for that in the preseason. I'm not quarterback? saying like hit, hit, but like Chase Young did that last night oh, on your boy he, Cam. He
4: destroyed Cam. You have some
3: sound on uh, Cam Newton. Oh, they asked gosh. him afterwards. Uh, yeah, let's play about about that encounter with Chase Young. Let's hear. Let's take a listen from Cam Newton. Cam, what did you think of your up close and personal introduction to Chase Young? He's smaller than I thought. I just messed with him. That's a joke. That's a, that's a joke. That's a joke. I just messed with him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's he's going to be good, man. He's going to be good. He's going to be good.
8: He's going to be real good.
3: A year and a half into that quarantine and world of COVID, you got to get the mask over the nose, Cam. We'll get there.
4: Cam had COVID. I mean, he should the know that. mask
3: better, over man. the nose,
4: but sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
3: don't know. That's a preseason yeah, hit yeah, last yes. night. It was a big time that hit That makes last you night. hold your breath if you want Cam Newton to be your quarterback. But guess what? You don't, Brockman. You're pushing a, a minivan on spinners. Well, You're all in on MAC-10. You've got to this place where you've convinced yourself that this is your quarterback. So, well, you Young him laying out Cam Newton, it doesn't right. really matter in your they world. They
4: spent first round capital, so they also decided this is our quarterback. And so. it's
3: also inspiring to see someone with a similar body type to be able to
4: go out there and compete in the nfl body type to me yeah it's yeah, got to totally. make you feel good <laughs> yeah too. Totally. i think mac has a few inches on me but you know. we probably have the same arm strength at this point uh yes i mean look guys don't want to play in the preseason that's totally fine guys do i also think that's fine i would encourage them to at least get out there maybe break a sweat uh complete a couple of passes and go through the motions but if they don't want to then that's fine well if these guys aren't playing in the preseason
3: this weekend they can check out the nascar cup series which heads to the Brickyard. As the drivers take on the road course for the very first time, you too can witness the start of a new tradition Sunday at 1 o'clock Eastern on NBC. Ben Lyons in for Rich, about five minutes or so away from a Hall of Famer. Alan Fanica joins the show. We'll talk about his weekend out in Canton, all the incredible work he's doing after his pro football career. Alan Fanica from the Pittsburgh Steelers
9: with Ben Lyons on The Rich Eisen Show.
0: I will so, say this. Yes. I, I am a man that knows when he's defeated. Yes. I was beaten this year. Yes. Um, so my business manager is supposed to have the hat for us. He did not. Oh, we're throwing Jamal the under, the, uh, throwing who we throwing the under the bus. throwing under the bus right now? He did not bring that. Who is thrown hat? under the bus by yeah, the bus just right him. now? Uh, see, he didn't even show his face. He's. Uh, I, I was willing to... Wear this hat. He had it made up. Well, and he everything. told me that
9: the hat yeah. that he made up had the final score on. No, he had the it. hat on there. It, it
0: was a hat. I don't know what that. Hat the was. hat is supposed but, to read the following. The, I am the, going to the, listen the, to he, this. Okay, hear, hear this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hail to the victors, valiant! Hail to the conquering heroes! Hail, hail to Michigan, the lead! And best. <laughs> wow. That is for you wow. only. Wow. You know it. I honestly I, did it not. for me to do that?
9: I honestly can't have thought of anything else that you would do that would make me think that you would not have to follow through on your end of the wager, which is where and I should have gone to Michigan hat on the vaunted field of Notre Dame with touchdown Jesus behind you. But do I let him out of that end of the bet
4: now? He's good, that was man. pretty epic, actually, and he nailed all the words. Well, oh, he grew up in the, the state of Michigan; he should know them. He should know them. I mean, that I was like not, forty years I did years not know ago. them.
0: I had to look them up to make sure I was saying it correctly for you. Also, you also, I'm
4: getting visions of like it was- Jerome practicing before yeah, he came that out did here. Sound rehearsed. And, yeah, it sounded yeah, rehearsed. That okay. was great. That took a lot out of me. Great <laughs> job, Jerome. <laughs>
0: you know that. That you was awesome.
4: That, that was all awesome. All right.
0: You know what, what it what it took for me to to sing to sing that on national television. Yes, and radio. And we're gonna tweet it case. out. Oh and, yeah, it'll Instagram be there forever. Be yes, for right. Me. Now that's something that's going to be there forever. See, okay. my phone is buzzing already. <laughs> I've seen it, and I'm sure it's somebody from Notre Dame that's pissed off. Uh-huh. I've I kind of think so he's you got off me in the trouble now. Is he I, I, I think off, he's off the hook. hook. I'm in trouble already.
4: That was pretty great.
9: That was great, Jerome. Yeah, Very yeah, impressive, no, it, and I yeah, would yeah. never sing your fight song.
0: <laughs> 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 my so my friend. B- by the well, way, in a, a couple, couple years. We got a couple years. couple
9: years. Honestly, uh, I could have a kid right now, and he or she could be Bar <laughs> or Bot Mitzvah by the time that the next game goes down because Notre Dame refuses to play my oh. school great rendition of the victors man i don't know about that part no no um, no that was really terrific i'm sure you're gonna say that of course you will and uh by the end of today by (laughs) sundown i will have a new ringtone and it's gonna be fantastic when you You call me
3: Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich, the Rich Eisen show. One of my favorite follows on Instagram, Hedo Turkaloo. The guy loves a good turtleneck in the summer. Speaking of fashion, we were playing the Rich Ar- uh, Rich Eisen Show archives here for our Peacock audience. Some interviews you guys down in Miami Super Bowl weekend looking very
6: yeah we went next level Miami we kind of all went
3: we
9: were Miami down
6: and then uh, TJ and I went out shopping for Miami Mike <laughs> who appeared that week out of nowhere. I think that's it's, called Crazy Stupid Love straight to DVD, it's
3: like straight Crazy Stupid Love
7: Volume Two, I mean, where TJ is the Ryan Gosling Except,
3: taking the Steve Carell Mike Del Tufo out yes. to be better than the Gap.
7: Except the only difference is no one got cuckolded by David Lin. <laughs> David Lynn Hagen. As far as I know, no one got yeah. cuckolded by David Lin Hagen.
6: You're not a big shopper. I mean, you, you bought no. those Kawhi shoes, no, I, those sandals
7: I pretty quickly, pretty
6: easily. I can. I have like wardrobe stylists that will beg me. Let me take you out shopping. You need to upgrade the crap you wear. Like, no joke. Like, Michael Strahan, and by Strahan, Victoria, who, like, works and runs that with Michael, she's begged me, like, let me take you out to buy you clothes. Because I wear, people laugh. I literally do wear a lot. Like, I love this, like, fleece, and I wash it every week, despite what people think. But it's like, I love wearing, like, the same type of stuff. It's, like, comfortable. And people like laugh at me about it.
3: We can go down the rabbit hole further on Mike Del Tufo's fashion, or we can talk to a Hall of Famer on the Rich <laughs> Eisen Show. See. Which one do you think, guys? Which way should we go? I don't, don't know. Awesome. You it's said every time. week on the fleece might be a challenge week. flag on the field there. But I think we have our next no, guest man. on the line right there, Brockman. Yeah, Alan's joining us right now, <laughs> joining the show right now. Nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time All Proer, but more importantly. Football Hall of Famer. It's got a nice ring to it. Alan Fanica joins the show. How are you, Alan? How's it feel to be forever immortalized in Canton, Ohio?
8: The words can't describe it. It's great.
3: Is it like after my wedding where my face just hurt for a week from smiling? Like what's the come down like from a weekend in Canton, Ohio?
8: Um, you know, it's definitely, you know, it's a little quiet. It's quiet at the house. You know, it's, it's definitely a, a, a nonstop pace up there. But it's, uh, it's it's been great, you know, We're sitting around, kicking around the stories and things that we we didn't even, my wife and I didn't even have a chance to discuss or talk about just because we were so busy. So it's been great catching up.
3: It was great to see all the Steelers towels out there, too. To see the Steelers faithful, to see Steelers Nation representing. What was it like to be a part of the festivities as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers family?
8: Oh, man, it was so great. You know, I kept telling guys that it was uh, it's Pittsburgh West, uh, for the weekend, and uh, it, it was just great, man. The, the the Steeler fans are so tremendous, and they came out there and, and showed their support for for all of us. And uh, you know, forever grateful and thankful that they 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 do what they do, and that they came out this past week in uh, in droves.
3: Hall of Famer Alan Fanica joins the show. Ben Line's in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Alan joins us on behalf of the Steps Towards Zero campaign, which is inspiring those with epilepsy to educate themselves about the steps they can take today to get closer to zero seizures, the optimal treatment goal for people with epilepsy. Talk to me a little bit about your own experience with epilepsy, this campaign and how you almost didn't get a chance to play football. And now here you are a hall of famer. That's incredible.
8: Yeah. You know, so I was diagnosed when I was 15 with epilepsy and, uh, you know, became a challenge uh, early on and, uh, you know, My doctor told me that, that I could continue to play football, and uh, I was uh, very fortunate uh, just to have a great support system around me and uh, help uh, helped nurture me and, and help uh, uh, to get me going on, my, on the right path uh, to, to treatment and, and health, uh, that I was able to, to overcome it and to continue playing uh, sports in general in high school, especially football. And, uh, you know, eventually came to a point where I, could, where I could own it and kind of manage it on my own and, and know my body and uh, just to uh, keep moving forward. And I was very fortunate to, to keep going and, and not have anything happen during, uh, during football activities. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, one of those things that I've, I've overcome and I try to share my story.
3: It's an amazing story, Alan, because even after football, you continue to push yourself. I read that in 2014 you ran a marathon. Uh, now you're continuing to do work uh, to educate those with epilepsy as part of the Steps Towards Zero campaign. So how, is life, how have you settled into life after football?
8: Um, you know, I, I've done a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Uh, currently, I'm the head football coach at uh, Cox High School uh, here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where my family and I live. So uh, that, that's uh, been keeping me busy since my first year. Uh, but I've been helping with the team for the last couple of years. And uh, the head coach stepped down, so I stepped up and took it. So uh, I'm really excited about that right now. And, um, you know, just always looking to uh, to do things and uh, keep busy. And, um, you know, this uh, Steps Towards Zero program stepped up, and I, I jumped right in.
3: Hall of Famer Alan Fanica joins the show as a football coach now. Do you have a no TikTok in the locker room policy? How are you connecting with this next generation <laughs> of football kids? We, we, we have a dark policy. 24 hours before a game, there's zero zero anything. Everybody goes dark. It's such a different aspect of the game now than when you grew up playing or when we grew up watching, the idea of social media and Instagram and all these things for ways players can connect now. Is that something you notice just with the kids that you're getting to work with now as a coach?
8: I, definitely. I mean, that's that's how we have to communicate with them. Uh, You know, we have an app to, to, to chat with them and uh, talk to them. Uh, So it's just so, it's so different. You got to, there's a fine line between uh, coming down to them, but also bringing them up to you uh, and your standards. And, and um, you know, not everything we learned as kids is lost. So we have to bring them up a little bit on that level.
3: Alan, over the weekend uh, out in Canton, Ohio, one thing was apparent. This is definitely the greatest class in the history of football. When it comes to Hall of Fame hair busts, you had some legendary hair busts going. Jimmy Johnson, Troy Polamalu. Which of the bust hairdos did you like the most up close?
8: Uh, I think Troy's was pretty good. I think I, I, I would imagine he was try, probably trying to push them for a little bit longer, uh, and they probably hit <laughs> a limit that it wasn't going to fit on the uh, on the mantle in the hall anymore. <laughs>
3: What's that feeling like to see your bus there amongst all the legends that you grew up watching, grew up competing against, and now to forever be a part of that group? What was that moment like when you had your bus revealed?
8: Yeah, um, you know, I was telling people, you know, if people are asking what I'm doing, there's some, some functions that I have to go to by myself without the family. You know, about halfway through the weekend, I stopped saying I'm, uh, I was in the room with those guys, and I started saying I am one of those guys. Um, so, uh, it, it's pretty surreal. Uh, family and I went in afterwards after it was up, uh, in its place in the hall to go see it and to, uh, you know, just kind of pan and walk around and, and then all of a sudden you get to yours. Um, you know, it, I, I keep saying speechless and, it, and it's cliche and it's, you know, it doesn't give you guys much to work with, but, but truly the whole entire experience, if I could craft the, the, the most poignant and best paragraph ever written, ever, I don't think it would do it justice for, for how special uh, a moment and a week that it was for myself and my family.
3: Compare the nerves the night before Super Bowl to those right before you get on that stage to make that Hall of Fame speech.
8: You know, um, Super Bowl was ready to go. Um, kind of, It's very similar, actually. It's very similar for me. Uh, you know, you kind of get to a point where you're nervous, uh, going into the speech for me. And then I was like, screw it. I got this. And literally I, I had my AirPods with me and I went in the back and they were like, I need you to sit down here. And I was like, I got 20 minutes. I'm not sitting down for 20 minutes. I'm going to be over there. You guys come find me. And I made a little playlist and, and had it on. And I was back there rocking out just like it was pregame and, uh, getting ready to go out there. And, uh, so it was very similar actually.
3: Nine-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, and Hall of Famer Alan Fanica joining the show. want to leave you with this. We hear lots of stories over the years of all the great gifts that linemen receive from running backs and quarterbacks. Who hooked you up the best over the years?
8: Oh, man. Uh, I got, I've gotten suits and uh, TVs and, uh, oh, oh, man, watches, um, you know. The very, very cool stuff. You know, probably the coolest would have been uh, Cordell gave us, uh, Cordell Stewart gave us a, a plasma TV. Back when plasma TVs were like, you know, very far and few. And uh, all of a sudden we got this and, and flat screens were all, everything was new. Uh, and he gave us a plasma TV and uh, it was very cool uh, and very, very new. You know, I still had the box TV in the house. So uh, that was pretty cool and special at the time.
3: It sounds like being a Hall of Famer playing lineman in the NFL is like winning the Showcase Showdown on The Price is Right. Right, TJ? I, I would you know, wouldn't know anything I would about I wouldn't know anything any about any of about that. that. Yeah, no. Alan, congratulations <laughs> on the, uh, the honor. You're a part of the Football Hall of Fame forever, and we appreciate all the work you're doing with the Steps Toward Zero campaign. Thanks so much for checking in.
8: Appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
3: Hall of Famer Alan Fanica joining the show. And for more information on the Steps Toward Zero campaign, just go to steps toward zero. dot com. Sorry, TJ, I had to do it. I had to do it. And I love when we have guests TJ. on this show who don't really know what's going on with this show. So <laughs> For Alan's like, oh yeah, the yeah. interview was great, but they made fun of one of the guys in the show. He doesn't really know. He
8: doesn't he know. That's okay.
3: It's all right. Daytime Demo King, all right? Ratings went up when they had you on Prices yeah. Right.
7: I mean, they didn't go down, then. If
3: you're Wheel of Fortune, if you're Jeopardy, pay attention.
7: And there's your ratings boost right over there. I got to wait 10 years to go back and redeem myself on Prices Right. Wait, is that's that the, the pr- rule? That's the rule. Every, you can't, 10 years. Oh, my gosh. So Talk about know. pressure when you're up there guessing Jeez. on how much a washing machine uh, costs. Right. No, and this it's is like it. You can
3: do it again next you week, know. next like, year. Who knows if I, I'm going to see
7: 10 more years? I don't know.
3: Oh, no,
6: stop, TJ. Wow. TJ, come, wow. come on. You're not me. Del Tufo on
7: the other hand, oh, yeah, I mean,
5: 10,
6: <laughs> 10 more years. So I'm up, it's a bum blessed. <laughs> <laughs> How many people watched the baseball game in the corn last night? Uh, Brock, I mean, has, I, got, Brockman has... a lot of corn. i the got numbers in has numbers, so we'll
4: see if he's... Some of the ratings are out. Looks like around 5 million for the, for the, whole, for the Field of Dreams game no uh, one's going to watch that. Yeah, that's I mean, a five, lot five, of
3: people for a uh, regular season baseball game. Regular season Yankees, baseball
4: game looks like the highest uh, in about 10 years for
3: Fox. <laughs> so you were way off on that one. So that's a big win for Major League Baseball I last think night.
4: I think that's a big win, yeah.
3: Yeah, I hope it inspires more of these types of games across all sports. The NFL has done the London game. They haven't really done anything with the field itself. Just the fact they're playing at Wembley, right. playing in Mexico City, playing in different places around the world. But we haven't seen them really change the atmosphere. Should we they, haven't seen a Friday Night Lights NFL game.
4: I was going to think, what about uh, the longest yard? Should they go to, a, should they go to like... I mean, look. So they go to like
3: you know the the Golden State or? Warriors do an annual tradition to the San Quentin Penitentiary where they play a, a game yeah. against the inmate in, against the inmates. So Bob Myers and some the players don't play, but you'll get guys from the G League teams, or you'll yep. get guys who work on the training staff, and they play a game. They made a movie about it. I think it's called Ball documentary produced by Kevin Durant about that tradition that has developed in the Bay, where the Warriors go and and play a game against the prisoners and it's a huge win for both sides. Yeah. That's an exhibition. Last night was a game that counted in the standings.
6: Like Last people are saying they should have done a three a three game series. Three
3: game series I think you put too
6: much on You're, it. I know, but
3: because athletes are creatures of habit. We're learning that the players were bussed into yeah, the stadium right in. yesterday in Iowa. It's not like they stayed down the road at a
6: <laughs> Motel 6 or something like that. I mean, like there's that. not enough room in the in the, in the house that's there. <laughs> Population of Dyersville, Iowa just doubled because the Yankees <laughs> showed up. <laughs> I was hearing noises. I mean, voices. <laughs> I I told say. you about the, the what one movie, time I went to Iowa, know,
3: right? The one time I went to Iowa? The one time you went to The one time to Iowa. I went to Iowa for the day with Mark Wahlberg to sell protein bars and play Patriots Day to 900 employees of hy V, And Mark was convinced that because they were in Iowa, they'd all be Kansas City Chiefs fans. So it was before like a Chiefs-Patriots-AFC game. It was a week before, so he was coming in
6: hot. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Mark
3: and Draymond Green started a protein bar company, so they went to Iowa to... Sell it to 230 high V's or whatever. They asked me to come along. We watched the Deshaun Watson national championship game on the plane. Oh, nice. Nice. That kid's
4: I'm on the nice. plane. That kid's wicked smart. Just screaming. <laughs> what, is, what is Mark Wahlberg like in an intimate private jet setting? Well, he brings the.
3: He's got his own wine guy. He came for the day. Oh, you got to love that. Yeah. Wow. Rasta came for the day. That's impressive. And. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we introduced Patriot, uh, Patriots Day, great movie, to a 1,000 people in Iowa as Mark screamed about the Kansas City Chiefs. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're in Iowa, you just root for Iowa or Iowa yeah. State? like, or you are a Bears fan I think or now, a Vikings fan? now, just in sports in general, the idea of having to root based off your region or yep. proximity to you don't have to do that anymore. Because no, you as can see it every, growing up, we were we were forced to do that because yes. that's how you wanted to watch the games. There was a moment in time where I was like, oh, I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. Really? You live in New York, you're watching MSG every single night. How are you going to get the Hornets on TNT twice, maybe?
6: Yeah, well, like maybe. Maybe. So
3: maybe, maybe the New York Times on Sunday will print rebounding stats and you know who's leading the NBA in
4: rebounding? <laughs> yeah, regional. No I mean, different regional now. now you can coverage. live in
3: Japan and love the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. We yeah, were, regional Why coverage, you would do that, so but you, you could
4: do that. You, know, you watched who was on in your area. Like WGM was did. one
6: we were talking about this one time. WGM was one of the first ones yeah. and TBS,
4: TBS. Sure. were
3: like
6: the first two that like kinda like hit the country. You know
3: Braves fans watch. that are all yeah. over
4: the country because of TBS?
3: I used to love how TBS would play movies, but they wouldn't do them on the hour. They'd be like, "Coming up at eight oh five above yeah. the rim, yeah. followed yes. by ten oh
7: five yeah. above the rim." Well, that was always I never TB- got that. that was always TBS's thing. 05 like, and thirty five, like six oh five yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. If I say that to a certain group of people. Huge wrestling fans will know six oh five Saturday is when NWA and then World Championship yeah, Wrestling World Championship came Pass. on, <laughs> and everyone, like you said, all of the TBS stuff five after the hour. I have no idea why, but six oh five. If you know it, then you know. I gotta find out. We gotta, I gotta do research. Good strategy.
3: This. Everybody else, they say, all right, started on the hour. Nah, you don't and then you realize you don't oh, watching's watching not that good. Let me turn on That's... this rerun of say by the Bell. <laughs>
4: oh,
3: when I wake up in the morning,
4: and the alarm yeah. is out of order.
3: <laughs> Shouts out to Miss Bliss. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show. We've got more show coming up next. Don't go anywhere here on a Friday
9: on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself, you know the deal. What does an NFL team get with Jalen Hurts?
5: Well, I'm a dog, um, a relentless competitor. Um, and I'm gonna work my tail off every day, try to win ball games. I mean, I've i done a pretty good job of that and, and and just most importantly impacting the people around me to my best ability. I think that's the biggest thing is can a guy impact guys and um bring guys with him. Um and you know, just just bring a, bring a presence about himself to the organization and to the program. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to what the, the future holds for me. And um, i just continue to work my tail off and try to take steps every day to be the best player, quarterback, and man I can be.
9: What are you doing in terms of uh, talking to teams? Walk me through how that process is right now for you. Jaylen.
5: Yeah, so kind of like, kind of like my entire journey. You know, this is a another imp- unprecedented aspect. Um, it's unprecedented to see what the world is going through right now. But in terms of me staying communicated with teams, you know, I've been doing FaceTime calls with um, GMs and, and coaches, and and um, doing Zoom calls with with coaches as well, talking ball and doing different things like that. So, um, keeping me very busy with those things. So. Um, that that's definitely a good thing. So I'm just, you know, controlling what I can like I always have and 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 moving forward every day.
9: Any of the teams that you've had a Zoom or a FaceTime chat with being head coached by a uh multiple Super Bowl winning coach who's tight with Nick Saban. <laughs> have you had a coach conversation in that with that? No no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. I got a Patriot fan on the oh. other side. Do you plead the fifth like oh. Tom Brady, Jane? That's you no, did right there? No comment. <laughs> okay. Um, so what 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 questions are you asked? I mean, what what more do you need to, in your estimation, put out there that that you're being asked about?
5: Well, you know, Rich, it's it's um it's it's a it's a process, you know, and it's something that I've never experienced and. And, um, you know, they pretty much just ask me questions to try and get a better feel of who I am, um, as a person, as a leader, um, you know, and that, and, and they ask about ball, right? So, so it's, it's very unique in my position because I've, I've had so many different offensive coordinators, um, and I've been around so many great minds in the game. So, um, these coaches simply want to, you know, know what I know. Um, they know I know ball. They know I've been well taught. From uh, each and every coach, so um, me spitting back the things that I know and, and showing them, you know, that I'm a student of the game and I'm very knowledgeable of what I what, what I know and, and what I'm doing.
3: Welcome back to the show, Ben. Lines in for Rich on the Rich Eisen show. The only thing more boring than people talking about their fantasy football teams or their hand of poker is how they played on the golf course. I played <laughs> great yesterday, Brock. Man. I oh, shot wow. really well. I shot an eighty Whoa, with a bogey ew. on eighteen, which stayed with me on the drive home. We played out in San Dimas San via Verde football Country rules. Club. <laughs> San Dimas High School football rules. You, there's no better feeling getting off the highway, going to play golf. And when you get off the highway, you're going to play golf, and you see the sign for Raging Waters in San Dimas. <laughs> and part of you just hopes that there's a little French general <laughs> on the top of the scariest slide in the park <laughs> who's pushing kids to the side and just letting it rip one more time on the slide. It's amazing. I play this golf course on San Dimas, and Raging Waters is right there. It's the all kind of nostalgic. Waterloo what a weird idea for a movie the premise huh Bill and Ted I'm fascinated by how movies were conceived in the 80s 90s the landscape's so different in Hollywood now you're not dealing with streaming not as big a focus on the international market you're not dealing with special effects to the same extent or superheroes or all these things that have corrupted the studio process over the years back then when it was pure and it was ideas and it was hey what if these two kids in high school had to pass their history test and they got everyone from <laughs> history to show up? They actually went out and made that. It was so easy to get your ideas. Man. Hey, What if there was this, uh, this guy who was a caveman and he froze and he froze <laughs> and they came back to the valley?
4: Encino Man, great movie. That movie rips. That movie rips. <laughs> Sean Astin.
3: What if, what if a, a kid was a man and a man was a kid? Let's do that movie.
4: Simpler times Big, than Lyons. Vice
3: versa. They did a lot Simpler of those movies. Simpler
4: times. Yeah. Diego Wild Stallions. Do you think this came out in 1989, same year Field of Dreams came out. Do you think more people have seen Field of Dreams or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Ooh. How
3: do we judge how many people have seen it since it came out? Because I don't think Field of Dreams did well. I think some of the top critics at the time not named Jeffrey Lyons panned the movie. Uh, But then it caught on with audiences and became a hit over time. Bill and Ted's, I would imagine that the original reviews were not very favorable. (laughs) I don't know. Critics thought Genghis Khan was unconvincing. (laughs) Imagine the casting call for Genghis Khan to destroy a sporting goods store. It only had a six hey, I'm a working a- actor in L.A. It's 1989. It's cool. My agent, he me this audition to play Genghis Khan. Uh, I don't have much dialogue, uh, but they want me. It says to destroy a sporting goods store. So. According to you, you guys, realize day that work.
7: this Temujin, my real name is Genghis Khan's real name. You probably don't realize that. But- oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I've heard you say that before. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. No. I, it was Temujin was Genghis Khan's real name.
8: Let's
3: make sure to keep you out of a big five here in Southern California. <laughs> Bill
7: and oh, Ted regional
3: sporting
4: goods reference here plays well across <laughs> big, the middle big of the five, country. Big Five, well done. Uh, Bill and Ted six <laughs> and a half million dollar budget seems low for a movie like that. Grossed forty million. That is a massive hit. That's a huge win financially. <laughs> George Carlin, the late
3: great, fantastic in that film. I don't know how he got talking about Bill and Ted's was not on the rundown today. I just remember. What does that that the Jeff? dreams top out at? It's got to be north of a hundred million.
4: Oh, I don't think Ooh, so. No, I, I bet you it's no, not. Though. Feel the dream Box office? Let's see. So it's hard say, to
3: guess 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. Box, box
4: office 15 million. Uh, no, budget 15 million. Yeah. Box office 84. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't too far off. Then a Schroeder deal. I want to put this up as a poll. Like, oh, Schroeder. Like, which movie have you actually seen? Bill and Ted. Field of Dreams or both. Is there episodes. a movie you've
3: never seen that you kind of pretend you've seen sometimes or a TV show you've never seen? I told you yesterday
4: I've never seen an episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I admit it. Yeah. I've never seen The Wire. Uh, I do that with the movies all the time. Rich gets so mad. And Actually, yeah. this is probably a great discussion uh, for you, Ben Lyons, and maybe yeah. I'll bring this oh, up with your yeah. father. Yeah. Um, I, I generally think any movie, I don't know, over 60 years ago – worthless just doesn't i disagree like, it. doesn't oh, hold nuts. on doesn't hold up like if you tell me what's the greatest movie of all time and you say citizen kane i will laugh in your face it no. is the greatest like, movie of all in time. no oh. chance does that movie hold up in 2021 your, i'd rather see fast 11 your father's gonna eviscerate him oh, like yeah, i got eviscerated my like,
3: segment with my dad i guess my dad's calling up uh, around 11 30 here on the west coast 2:30 on the east coast and uh what was going to be a segment all about 1950s and 60s Cowboy oh. shows has now turned into a segment about 1950s and 60s movies.
4: I mean... You can't tell me that they, they hold up in 2021. Knowing you, what we it, know now about about color and 8K if and... If you g- of, Graphics and you, special double effects double. and all that stuff, like... Who cares about mutiny on the bounty? Like, Filmmaker, what are we doing? No,
6: here's the thing that, that Chris doesn't understand, which he kind of... Or he oh no, does. Oh, no, I understand. He doesn't want to get I it. just disagree. Filmmakers today use the same principles that filmmakers did back then. The difference is you aren't making films like them, but they're, they're using those ideas. Like, Citizen Kane... In the cinematic use of how Orson Welles did everything with the way he put cameras, the way he did lighting, has been used in thousands of movies after that. Yeah, Mike. That's what makes the movie worth watching. But you or me that don't get into that movie might not like it. Citizen Kane. I just actually watched that on a flight again. It is one of the greatest, greatest cinematic movies ever done in this. I love your
3: airplane, Steve. You're like. You're you're comfy. You're in there. You got yeah, your peanuts, your best. ginger ale, and, and you're your like, Let me goes Citizen Kane. Yeah, it was, it was a heavy airplane watch. It was I like it. Amazing. Should I watch Liam Neeson in whatever movie? <laughs> nah, I'm gonna pass up
6: on that. I
7: but, like Citizen no, but K- I
6: watched RKO 281, the movie yeah. that Liv Triverd plays Orson Welles. I watched that on when I was home. So on the way back, I was like, you know what? Let me watch Citizen Kane again.
7: Like, go
3: back it's and insane. watch Gene Kelly and Sing in the Rain. Oh. Like, that's an incredible piece of film that's you know what else captured is it, forever. You know what
4: else is exactly the same? Baseball. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball... And in no way is baseball in nineteen nineteen better than baseball in twenty twenty one. Well no, because <sighs> there aren't black people involved.
3: Like, are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Great. Any baseball that existed without a, a okay, baseball a real, in the like, sixties isn't, isn't as factor two isn't it. as, it as good as doesn't isn't, count. Isn't as good as now.
6: Ooh. Baseball I mean, in on on. the '80s definitely wasn't as good as it, I'm kidding. I'm joking.
3: Baseball hey, <laughs> in the '80s was terrific. I'm throwing that back. It's
6: some great baseball no, in the '80s. It's it's all again. It's the it's the film student in me that 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 this is we highly disagrees really, with Chris. A really
3: sticky spot when we just sort of poo poo the films of the past and we can't, can't take value yeah. out of them. Do many of them not hold up for sure? Oh, yeah, a lot of a lot of them are inappropriate or some of the references are off. Or go back and watch Breakfast at Tiffany's, a very offensive movie. Yeah, right. There's there's a lot of things that don't hold up. But if you can't go back and find the beauty and or the, the the incredible qualities of an Al, uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie, you can't go back and watch North by Northwest and find something to celebrate and be like, "This is an incredible piece of filmmaking." Double indemnity sure. with Barbara yeah. Stanwyck. I yes. can't go back and
4: watch that. But it's not as good as The Dark Knight. Like, come oh. on. <laughs> I like, came out know The mean?
6: Dark Knight Rises last night.
4: I, like. <laughs> Casino Royale, boy. The Dark Knight was made
3: 15, 13 years ago, which for some audiences will feel like an eternity. So yeah. be careful what you're doing because the same thing you're doing to these older movies well, gonna is going to happen to your movies. Like I think Bill
6: and Ted's is the, and one of the
3: dumbest movies in the world. Because I didn't grow up in that era where you would have seen that movie. You know, for LeBron James, his Spider Man is Tom Holland.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's you know? true.
4: It's, so you, you got to be careful with that, Brockman. Look, as Jeff in Detroit told you guys, look, I will stand by my point, and I will defend it to the death. Doesn't mean it's a great point. It doesn't mean it's a great point. It's just my point. And in no way, I'm not, I don't care. Dark Knight's on, Maltese Falcon's on. Guess what I'm watching? A hundred times out of a hundred. Well, of course. I mean, because that's, that's. And it's, it's, and it's it's just better. It's just cooler. It's more interesting.
6: Older movies to me are the, and I say this, they're a one-time watch for me. Like. I want to watch an old movie that I haven't seen. I'll sit there and watch it once. Now, mind you, Citizen Kane I've probably seen 10 times. Sure. But that's, and Jaws I've seen a thousand times. But like those type of movies, like I never get enough of Jaws. To me, that's like, it's the greatest director of, our, of all of our life. It's, Spielberg is definitely the best. He's the goat. And you look at that. I can't get enough of watching Jaws. I know every single line and word and what's going to sure, happen. Yeah, but that's sure, not, that's sure. not but
3: the, that's the era like, that Brockman's talking about. I'm talking about how many times have you seen Jaws? Brockman's talking about. I've seen Jaws a bunch. I always watch movies. Yeah, I'm talking about the old, old stuff, yeah, Calamity and Jane, it. and
4: these types of things. Yeah. But, but I, also, Mike, the, the sharks in the Meg are way cooler looking than the Jaws shark. The Meg, you know what I'm saying? The Meg. Like, come on, people. Like, like. Because it's the only it's, good thing about Sharknado reality. is that
3: it helped Iron Zeering build a house with a pool. So yeah. I, I love Iron Zeering. <laughs> Steve Sanders Sharknado. a second pool, by the had way. A co- had, a, had a Corvette with the license plate I 8A4RE. <laughs> one
4: of the proudest something? moments
3: of my career, of my life, in addition to being able to hang out with you guys this, this past few weeks, it truly has been a blessing. Back I got a text you. message one night. It was from Ian Zering. He said, "Hey, I'm at a dinner party. We're playing 90210 trivia.
7: Help me out."
4: Wait, he did no trivia to the own show he was on. Dog.
7: Time out. Time out. Time out. Why do you, why do you, you up, look surprised by that? I'm not surprised. One you, of your biggest stories is saying how I'm not
4: surprised, yeah, Mark Paul, Paul, Paul Gosler came yeah.
7: on and didn't know anything. So you should be like, oh, yeah, I, that makes no, sense to it. you.
4: I get it. It's just, you know. <laughs> like if you
3: say to a casual 90210 fan, you know, what's Nat's brother's name? They have no idea what you're talking about. And you say Sal Vesuvio. You say we're going to take a, a deeper level of the rabbit hole. I guess if someone was like, "Hey, who's the greatest player in the history of California University?" It's Deshaun Hardell. You don't know, you're not familiar with Deshaun Hardell. I actually Cal- ran into Deshaun Hardell at a Laker game.
4: Cal University was at the fake college on Yes, that come on, Brockman. Not Is a 9 that I've
6: never seen. No 90 fans here? Absolute one episode of 2
4: one oh, No, I know the oh, music. Oh, the best. Melrose place. The greatest a Melrose show. place. I show. guy. No. I was, such, yeah, of course. I was <laughs> sure. I'm such a big nine oh two and fan. Yeah, makes yeah sense. you said you're more
7: of a uh, Melrose place no, no, guy because no, yeah, totally. at that time you were of a certain age. Yeah, you, yeah, you were of a certain age. Sure. Right. Yeah. But yeah. if
4: someone was playing uh Rich Eisen show trivia, I would expect to beat them.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Jeff in Detroit. I know. <laughs> you you know didn't, know lose. What I mean? didn't lose Terzo. I, I might take Jeff. Terzo. I might take Jeff in Detroit I mean, or maybe, Terzo maybe, maybe over maybe you in match-eyes show trivia. We should get the four. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like... Hopefully the next Super Bowl here in Los Angeles will be open to interact <laughs> with fans. You guys will have a nice big setup at SoFi. And I think you guys should have, for the listeners of this show, trivia. a Rich Eisen Show oh, trivia contest.
6: You can host it. We want you to host Who was the guest in the studio
3: like when we partial. revealed the sign, but the sign couldn't be revealed? You know, only Terzo, Jeff really Detroit, bad. P1s are going to know that it's Marshall Fong.
6: Who lost in the final...
4: Of that spe- <laughs> who couldn't spell Vinnie Testaverde? Him, but yet he he's the <laughs> only <laughs> Italian on set. Me. Who was on The prices Right and didn't choose the center key? No, but I, but you got to go deeper than that. You got to go. What were the prizes that TJ could have won, won on Prices Right?
6: Two Harley's that like, we go thought deep. were fifteen thousand dollars each that were really
7: only nine. Eight. Man. I, it's, he's it's, dead on. I wish they were nine. I they know. Eight. They were eight. They were eight.
4: motorcycles.
6: Are like sushi. When you're saving money, you're really losing. No, but these were <laughs> two. Ben, you
7: you know the story. There were yeah, two Harley's TJ got, you that got came host. up. And I'm sitting with Brockman. Right, I turned him out. How much would you yeah, don't tell him, don't, two Harley Davidsons would cost? Two Harley Davidsons yes.
3: Yes, combined, I would think cost like $40,000. $40, right? That's exactly what yeah, I exactly. said to Brockman. You and then how much
7: what, they were combined. $16,000. They were the cheapest one. So, of course, like I the, went over. Who, yeah. like I don't know anything. And by the way, like I told these guys, I checked prices of everything, everything. leading up to you that. You were on top like, of it, man. washer dryers, refrigerators, household appliances, trips. <laughs> one thing I never looked up was a motorcycle for some reason. So, I'm like two Harleys. Everyone I know that has a Harley, it's pretty high end. he has got to be 19 $20,000. He's like, All
3: these game shows. He's like Rosie Perez over here trying to save money right? from the stupid Brothers because he's prepared
7: <laughs> for
1: everything. Yeah. Give me five Except foods for, to start the letter Q,
7: I'm quinoa. in there, man. Look at six wheel runs. Will Chamberlain. What is <laughs> like quince and runs, and like, a, yeah. Qu- what is a quince? quince?
3: What's quince? quince.
6: You know? Thank you.
7: <laughs> But that's for the letter. Q. He literally would come in Shout and go. Shout out like, to Rosie I Perez. Was,
6: I did toasters yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want a, a GE toasters, it's uh, $59.99. Oh, yeah. If you get an Amana, that's uh, $39.99. On special, it might be like $31. Like,
7: the guy who got up before me, man, he, he had a washer and dryer and couldn't get the price right. And I'm sitting there like, like, oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. I know this. He would have won both <laughs> at that point because he, he would have been like a dollar away. But here's, here's what happened, Ben, if we want to be serious. I got out there. And I made people laugh right off the bat, and oh, then yeah. after that, it worst was, thing that ever happened. I didn't care about winning; I was there to entertain. And yep. you know what? Once, nope. once once I got a laugh, it was like, oh hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, I'm hey, good, hey, oh, I'm good. Hey. <laughs> like the the Nick Young of prices right there
3: <laughs> on yeah. entertain. By the way, TJ you is know? the. I Nick. was there that night. Nick Young shot that three, turned around yeah. like this. You were it's, at the game. I was at the game. They beat the Knicks by fifty or something like that. that
4: is, Knicks <laughs> gave up fifty points in that quarter. The Nick Young oh. Jiff. I live my life like the Nick Young Jeff. Everything goes in, baby. Yep. Yeah. Everything goes in. That was TJ
3: on, on The Prices, oh. right? Renee Montgomery, somebody who lives a 27-hour day. The rest of us stuck in 24. She takes three hours longer to just live her life. She crushes it. It's amazing. She's joining us next. Ben Lyons in for Rich on The Rich Eisen Show.
4: All right, so just getting back to the movies real quick. Yeah. Threw this up on Twitter. People want to vote. Uh, which 1989 movie have you seen? Bill and Ted, Feel the Dreams, both or neither. Both or neither. So what movie would be a good
3: emotional connection point for baseball fans to create a game around to get them excited? Field the Dreams makes sense. The cornfield in Iowa is such yeah. a historic, iconic location.
4: Well, people were saying the Sandlot needs to do next, but, like, how do you pull that off, like?
7: You get a big dog and put it in yeah. Yeah, you get right. a, a grumpy old neighbor. <laughs> and then if they hit the ball into a certain spot, you got to fight the dog, fight the, the St. Bernard, to get the ball or else the guy's going to score. Who do you
4: got in a fight, Aaron, Judge, or the dog? <laughs> Ooh. Toss-up, right?
3: He looked good last night. Yeah, Judge looked good. He hasn't He hasn't looked good as of late. He looked good no. last night. Um but I love I loved the uh, the the whole thing last night in, in the corn. I thought it was so cool, and I don't care that the movie's old. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's because mean, it's old and doesn't mean it's bad. It's, it's
6: 30 years. And what a great way crazy. to introduce
3: the film yeah. to a younger audience that might not have seen it before. Maybe they, hey, Dad, Mom, what's this corn game about this
4: movie? You sit them down and you watch it. Do you think, though, an 8-year-old understands what's going on in Field of Dreams? Like, it's a really... That's a bizarre movie. a heavy, bizarre movie. It's, movie. Heavy, yeah. Bizarre yeah. Movie. it's also, not it's really like, about baseball. They show in a lot it on the Sci Fi Channel because, yeah. spoiler alert, they time travel. Yeah, like, there's, there's some, a lot of weird stuff happens in that there's movie. Some, yeah. There's some heavy themes yeah. that
3: come up in that movie, which is why it's important to share with the next generation and makes you think about the relationship with your own parents and your own place in the universe. Some heavy stuff. Eight year old starts to realize the world's bigger than themselves, eight year old starts to realize that there was a past that, that existed before them. It's perfect time to sit someone down and watch a movie like that. Do
4: you think an eight-year-old would enjoy space for more than thirty seconds? <laughs> <laughs> I like, see, I like getting, Could they bring I their? Like they bring their Nintendo with them? I don't like no? take the under. Can they bring an Xbox?
3: To space? Uh, iPod, into, yeah. The iPod, yeah The
4: young guy, my nephew's eight. He's into the Switch. That's the big yeah, one. Yeah, Nintendo Switch.
3: Switch. Can you bring that to? Don't space Don't know what that means, but it's a. <laughs> Does he still have to blow on the cartridges? Oh my! Does he still <laughs> have to, to bang it. the Tecmo ball to make it work? By 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 way, make it work. If you know, you know,
4: right? TJ, You, gotta yeah. you know, you know. the got to shake it and shake it. And then, kind of, Brockman did to you when you were golfing.
7: You might be losing, like when he kicked the ball away. Yeah. Just Oops! Yep. My the, bad. Kick the
3: reset kick the, button. Oops, yeah, my up, bad. up down, up down, left right, left right, A B A B. Select enter doesn't mean something to you, then yeah. you and I are not. <laughs> we are not <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, we, we are not friends. Hour three on a not Friday fair. coming up next.